you know, you know how that thing goes. Certain things don't make no sense. It's coffee. Let me know when we when we start so I could know. Yeah, we're rolling now. Oh, that was that. Oh, I thought you was, <laughs> was killing my bum bum fly or something like that. No, 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 no. We always like to have little cold openings and things okay, like that. Because right. we always like to do a little prelude before we roll into the intro. But welcome to Everything Cool. The tourists come over to chill on the beach But they don't come over the hill where we sleep We got nightmares and they got fantasies No sanity, it's just insanity My mommy hoping nothing happens to me Yeah man, everything is cool, everything is very cool Everything is very cool The weather is nice yeah, cuffing season. Okay, it's cuffing season, so you know I had to be a little prep boy. Got your Carlton Banks on it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but today we have a great guest, Ricardo, Mr. Beats. I met Ricardo for the first time a few years back. Like, I think when we was doing the stuff for Get Money Smart Campaign. Yes. Like, you know, we're shooting that commercial. Good memory, good memory. Um, and then you did some stuff for, uh, yeah, you was doing a lot of stuff with that campaign. <clears throat> so where I was, hi, this is Lord Jalen Willett, the Negus of Nassau, St. Anton Alexander, TV and the GOAT, and we're joined with the party of one. In the backyard? Mm-hmm. I need to figure out what like a party of one person is. I mean, it's <laughs> still the stuff. party in the backyard, though. It's still a party in the backyard, but it's only me invited to the party. <laughs> like, only me showing up to the party now. I mean, if like, you would like to be at the party, please let us know and email us at... The original people network at gmail.com or slide in our DMs, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram yes, for more it's information. P. Giovanni, aka PG, aka PG13, aka PG13, aka a favorite non bay, aka too many, too AKA many AKAs. AKAs. <laughs> I forget one AKA just now, honestly. I, I think, <laughs> right? Play, hold on. In plain sight or? Hidden in plain sight, hidden right? In plain AKA sight. hidden in plain sight. AKA too many AKAs. AKA oh. too many AKAs. That is a lot. <laughs> and we are our guests. Please introduce yourself. Confused enemy, you see. Yes, my name is Mr. Beads. Um, Ricardo Forbes is my government name, uh, <laughs> but most people know me as Mr. Beads, local entertainer, um, social media influencer, uh, and the list goes on. Nice. Wow. So, Mr. Beads, on every show we have the segment called "Bame and Word Phrase" or "Saying of the Day," and we normally give our guests that pleasure in doing so. Okay. So it's all yours. So what am I doing? Am I You giving us a beaming word, mm-hmm. phrase, or saying of the day. Okay. So anything you want to come up with. All right. Let me see. Uh the behemoth word, the first thing that comes to mind is tingum. Tingum. Did tingham. we have tingum yet? I know. Y'all didn't have tingum yet? I feel like we would have, but you, I don't think we, we, I can't recall. I can't remember. You can't. Y'all right. never had tingum? Wow, I thought I thought some of the words. Tingum in the bush ain't got. He no probably name. had it, right. but now we need to have a log now. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we we literally on episode. This can be episode sixty six or sixty. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Tingum. Tingum is the word of the day. Tingum. <laughs> and what is tingum? Yes. Yes. Our international. Tingum audience. actually is a phrase or word that Bahamians use when they can't remember something. Mm. So <laughs> it's synonymous with. Anonymous, or I don't know. Well, it's, it's anonymous. Substitute. Substitute. It's, yeah, a substitute. Al- it's the ultimate substitute. <laughs> the ultimate substitute. <laughs> yeah. 
Like yes. Tingham them. Or yeah. So if you what? can't remember something, it's called Tingham. I just been by Tingham. I just yeah. been by Tingham. So if you can't remember you know, person's Tingham. name, you can't remember the time, yeah, you can't right. remember place. Yeah. You know, you can always replace it with Tingham. Tingham. And if you are if you are one of those educated behemoths, it's mm. not Tingham, it's Thingham. Thingham. <laughs> thingham in the bush. That doesn't make sense. You might as well call it Thingham. Like, yeah, you know, you know, but Thingham is what most people say. Interesting, interesting. That's all good. Ultimate substitute and we expect it to work. Like that's yeah. so like it I wouldn't say it offensive, but it's like, wait, you telling me Tingham, bay, like give me some so details. Right. <laughs> right. We expect it, like people like who literally they say it and expect it to work. Yeah. yeah. And it does sometimes. Sometimes because, it does work. Because if you know the person very well, you have like a little apathy going on. Yeah, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Tingham, Tingham. <laughs> You know, right. you're, like, oh, you're talking like, about a gal or you're talking about but, a situation yeah. that going down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That thing. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> wow. Code. It could be a code word, too. You know? Right. Yeah, thing. So, we getting into it because normally of every, we always used to call everything cool, the love part. Actually, yeah, the relationship part. We had <laughs> a lot of relationship stuff. But what inspired this part was a conversation me and Ricardo had. Mm-hmm. One faithful night a few weeks ago, and we was like, okay, he has a little bit, I guess, opposite opinion on certain things than I do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, let's talk about it. Yeah, you know? let's, let's, let's this, <laughs> this is the season for love. We are in the midst of cuffing season. Yes. And do you, but actually, would you consider yourself a, lo- a love guru? Because you've been on, like, when relationships. Yeah. I don't know about all of that. Because <laughs> um, you will see whole I, panels on relationships. Yeah, I've done, or, yeah, I mean, well, see, a guru isn't something that I think you should give yourself. Okay. I think people should kind of bestow that upon you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just my opinion on it. Now, some people, you know, we're in a world where people love to name themselves, whatever. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> people, been, people have never been on a podcast before, but all of a sudden, or a show, and they had a guru. You know? Yeah. Because so, <laughs> it just sounds cool. Yeah. You know? But hey, at the end of the day, um, that's just my, I'm from the old school, you know, I think that that should be bestowed upon you. Okay. After you would have earned your stripes. You know, mm. maybe help some people, maybe give some good advice. Maybe people say, you know what, this guy makes sense. I like, but you know. Okay. So then, yeah. All right. So your perspective on cuffing season was I was introducing the idea of it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, but it's basically, it's cold out and everyone wants mm-hmm. to be lovey-dovey. So give everybody the best 10 tips that they need to thrive in cuffing season. <laughs> so you really going to hit me with 10? Ten. Oh, yeah, let's go about with number five. two. <laughs> that's the big number. Yeah. Ten. So the tips for cuffing season? Yeah. Oh man. Tips, tips, tips. Uh, um, well, cuffing is not, I'll start off by saying it's not a it's not traditionally, let me put it that way. No. It's not traditionally a one man party like I was talking about earlier. You need someone else. You need at least two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah. 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 But I'm sure someone out there is gonna say, Hey, I can cuff myself. All right, mm. fine. And that's it. That's all good. Yeah. But traditionally it's you know, you need another person. Um and it's it's just uh that's number one. And number two, um that person that you're cuffing with, they should wanna be there as well. We don't want to force cuffs on anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people, so don't cry and say, oh, yeah. I don't feel like this person really loved me when right. I really you never know, wanted to be We don't believe in that. Yeah. We believe in people willfully wanting mm. to be cuffed by yes. you mm. or cuff you. Yes. Right. So, yeah. So that's number two. And no coercion. Uh, let me see what else. <laughs> when it comes to cuffing, um, yeah, I think the person should be alive. 
You know, mm, I think yeah, that they most should. Um, <laughs> no, no necromancy. You know, no necromancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, animals. Um, we don't really promote that either. Okay, no. you know, should be a human. Mm. Um, you know, these are things that I think I shouldn't have to say, but hey, we live in a strange world. Yeah, so we do. 2021. Yes. You got to uh, say that. Another human. They should be alive. <laughs> they shouldn't be there by force. And it shouldn't just be you. Okay. You, know, you shouldn't be cuffing yeah. yourself. Right. 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 But I'm sure somebody is going to probably do that. Yeah, of course. Uh, what else? When it comes to cuffing, I think another another good piece of advice. Um, if the person has, if the person's body temperature is warmer than yours. That helps too. Yeah, they you know, be, some they people be bigger spoon. Some people get cold very quickly. Uh, so you mean you know? figuratively or literally? No, literally. Mm. Because you know, some people they always cold. I'm sure mm-hmm. you might have met a female like that before. I don't. I don't meet much guys like that. But women always yeah. talking about they cold. You know, um, you know, if this if if it's the time of the year where they need that warmth, the warmer the person's <laughs> body is, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why. Now, typically, uh, when I was growing up, we had a joke, <clears throat> uh, a joke about that, because I was, you know, I was skinny, skinny yeah. guys. You know, we always had a joke when it when you see between December and April, between those months, which we consider the cooler time in the Bahamas. You know, uh-huh. we always say this is the we had a word back in the day called "mumphy." I don't know if you ever heard that before. It was a reggae song. It's called "Oversized Mumphy," uh-huh. and it was pretty much talking about fat girls. Mm. So. Back in the day, we'd be like, yeah, you go get yourself a mumphy. This is mumphy season. <laughs> mumphy oh, this season. is fat girl season. Yeah. So fat all the skinny dudes, season, yeah. all the skinny dudes would go look for fat girls during the, <laughs> the cuffing season get back in the day. Because, that. you know, guess what? You could be warm. I used to promote, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> promote that. I right. You see? Uh, so you could be warm. And guess what? It worked because why? Fat girls, they were attracted to skinny dudes. Hey, you know, right. the opposites in that regard attract. So, mm-hmm. that was so that's good. why uh, on this road, a lot of, there, it's this myth of, a lot of Bahamian men love big women. Yeah. So the big women, they were perfect. Now, when you see May, June, July coming and get hot, now you go back to your skinny girl, you know, because that heat, especially if you ain't got no AC. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That heat is get your son. So, yeah. So those would be some of my basic rules. I think that was like five or six. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was good. Yeah. yeah. So that was that's my my uh, uh, sporadic cuffing season rules. Okay. And I'm sure I'll think of one or two more, but right now I can't think of any more. Don't cuff your ex. That's Don't cuff accent. your ex. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. That's a big one. Okay. But you never know. Some exes. Some people like that, but. See, mm. some exes, That's after you break catch. up with them, they get they, better. They, give, they try to give you the impression that they would have successfully moved on. Mm. But most of them are lying. Mm. So if you give them some time away from you to maybe let their emotions subside and get over whatever happened, and you call them at the right time, they'll cuff with you. Right. Mm. You see, because they don't really have nobody. Desperate times. Or the person that they chose. Ain't all of that. It was worse than you. (laughs) (laughs) So the cuffing could work with the axe. You never know. Mm. So why you think, I always wonder this, right? Um, And just going off a conversation I just had, I find that men naturally don't choose to be single, but just single by just because, but women willfully choose to be single. I think it's the other way around. Why? I think we're gonna get a lot of response. Like, I think it's the other way around. No, what I'm saying is, I think uh, men really don't want, we don't really want to be in relationships. Most no, but we don't. But when I say we don't want to be single, is we don't want to be without a woman. Okay, say your comment again because maybe okay. I didn't understand it. So let me change it around. Where 
women will willfully be without male any male companionship but men always fiend for that and always want to be in that position now it may not be a relationship per se but if i gotta have a woman like i can't be like wait no i ain't dealing with no woman at any time uh i don't know i think men we would i think women okay Women, when they get to a certain age, is what this is what I've noticed, mm. right? When they when they get to a certain age, like if you see them hit menopause or they beyond that, or they've been through some rough, you know, they get old and they ain't really into sex and things like that no more. Mm. I f- I find that women could be single without sex more so than men, and yeah. so they don't really need uh, a man to say I have a boyfriend or a husband, but they'll still have a male friend. Because women love the company of men. They love to talk to men. Even if the guy gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They just like to have a male around. Okay. So women always want that companionship. They always want someone to talk to. They always want someone to to relate to. Yeah, but they would vehemently deny it. Deny themselves. Yeah, well, you know, you can't go by what they say. Okay. You have to go by what they do. You know okay. what I mean? So they'll, people will say anything. Okay. Um, and they say it in that moment, just maybe for whatever reason, their motivation may be that's their emotions kicking in. They uh-huh. just don't want you to know their business. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? People will just say it. But I'm just saying, traditionally, women do not like to be alone. Um, and most women prefer men companionship over female companionship. Which is yeah. another reason why they would want to have a male, even if they're not interested in him sexually, just to talk to him, get his opinion, make them laugh, you know, do all these different things. Yeah. Um, men, on the other hand, if we go into a rough breakup, you just come out of a breakup, you won't get into we, may find, we may find a female, but it can be for sex. Maybe to try to get our mind off what we was dealing with in the past, you know, but to say, bring in another female just to have conversation and talk with and all that. Most men ain't really going to do that mm-hmm. um, after they go through like a rough breakup period or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because um, most of the time it's like we don't necessarily deal with our emotions right away. It's yeah, always but we like with our boys and talk to them, you know, yeah. we could you know, go find something else to do, but. Um, but I think women, I think women have that women, women, I think men, I don't know. It's a funny situation depending on the scenario, but I think men, um, I don't, okay, this is what I don't see. I don't really see men being by isol, intentionally isolating themselves away from people, including females. Um, That's what I was willingly. Yeah. Just like that. And I don't see women doing it either. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Okay. They will, people will always have someone to talk to as a friend or, but like I say, now when it comes to the reasons, if a man entertaining females, if he's a heterosexual man, nine times out of 10, the idea of sex is going to be involved. Mm-hmm. If a woman is entertaining a male figure, nine times out of 10, it'll, it'll probably be for companionship conversation first. And then maybe sex will be afterwards. Mm. That might be second on the list. That might be fifth. Because I remember I was watching, I was listening. But it, it ain't yeah. number one. But for most <laughs> men, it could be, if you was a heterosexual man and you entertaining women, you ain't just entertaining them for friendship. Purposes. Yeah. You don't really, you know, you don't, if you don't, if you was a heterosexual man, you don't really look to a woman to say, oh, this can be my best friend. Yeah. You know, because I can tell my problems to and talk to and yeah. Yeah. Looking for another male. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I remember I was listening to a podcast yesterday and the dude was like, women today are excited about everything except men. 
Nah, that ain't true. <laughs> <laughs> Why you feel like that? It was because uh, you know I was having conversations too. I was like, like uh, a lady friend of mine was arguing that women aren't interested in sex, and I was like. They are, but not really with men because you have. Why you have this proliferation of sex toys? I, I think. I think. Okay, we we live in a yeah. we live in a very serious era now where uh. you have women trying to be men, and when I say trying to be men, it's so many different ways. I mean, it's scary. They compete with men mm. on all levels. Mm. We we got to be part you know, in, in the in the in the, <laughs> in the in the professional world and jobs and mm. business. They women just trying to in re, you in a relationship with a with a woman. She trying to do everything more than you. You know, trying to make more money, trying to you know, trying to run the relationship. You know, so and that that spirit, and that mentality has been pushed into the media. You know, from I guess the powers that be. Yeah, the powers that be. You know, they yeah. just keep empowering women, you know, the women empowerment movement, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but inherently, though, in a woman, uh-huh. they still they still attracted to men, unless you are a woman who. Now, I'm not saying attractive, but, but it's when not I say the, when pri- I say attracted, I mean like they. They want men around. Mm-hmm. Now, what they don't want to do is, because of the, the empowerment movement, they don't want to take the traditional role that women used to take, mm-hmm. where you kind of be submissive. That's why that word, they hate that. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, so they ain't really interested in that. Okay. But unless that woman gay, or unless she has some mental issues or something like that, don't matter what she come on TV and on social media and say, trust me, she got a man in her life. Somewhere. Mm. And so that's the next thing. We can't really believe everything we hear on social media. No, but I, I mean, I'm having these conversations with different women or where, you know, yeah, a lot you, of... I guarantee you'll be a fly on the wall and follow them around. You'll, you'll no, I know. Because like when they say, oh, I don't need this and I don't need that, I'm like, you lying. Because yeah, yeah, when you yeah. lay down at night to go sleep, the real yeah, and then you know, up. women will say certain things depending on who they're around. You yeah. know, like I said, they don't want you to know their business, or if they ain't attracted to you, and or something like that. Sometimes they just say some things. So okay, so one thing we was really talking about on our conversation is your journey from becoming blue pill to red pill. Okay, all right. So and then I was like, okay, I mean, I have expressed my journey. I mean, my journey hasn't been extensive as yours. But you, when you was breaking down, okay, like what you used to do and what you had to do, like okay, so what you, what would you suggest to men in taking that journey? And for those who don't know, like being blue pill to red pill is basically coming from a space of, I guess, loop being a loser and just falling for anything <laughs> that women do, to where you more assertive within yourself and confident within yourself, and yeah. you. Focus on your purpose as a man. Yeah. The blue pill and red pill term, that's a they they deep because they go a little deeper than that. But I understand yeah. from that perspective, um, I'll answer. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot more to the blue and red pill whole definition. Yeah, of course. Like, like yeah, there's a lot if more. If you expanded, like, you know, right, going from right, unconsciousness right, right. to consciousness being But what I would say to you aware. in reference to that was I mean, from in my what was the question? You wanted me to say No, how how your mentioned. journey from being blue pill to red pill. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a very painful journey. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd say that much because, you know, you had to experience some things and unlearn some things okay, and learn some things. And so it, and it hurt. So it was very, because when you grow up thinking one way about relationships and women, and then you get into the real world and then you realize, this ah, ain't the soap. This is not what I thought it was going to be. That, yeah. Yeah. I think two media plays a role in that. Cause when you are a young boy, you think, 
women are like what you see on like TV Disney. and cartoons <laughs> and, then, and then you go out there being like this good noble guy and then you get your heart broken first because yeah. you realize no like this is what they portray but this ain't what it is in real life and then now you go through like okay well I don't want to be no cunk no more and get play and don't understand female nature and hypergamy and all these different things and then you adjust for a while so you go on this rampage hurting people along the way at the same time and then you get to a point to where you sort of focus and narrow in and trying to develop healthy relationships. It's a it's it's, it's a combination of a lot of things. Like you say, um when you when I when when I when you when you're younger, unless they say you don't have no strong male figure in your life. See this mm-hmm. is where it starts too. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of us who've never grown up with a father or a male strong figure who is gonna be real with us and really guide us and teach us this mm-hmm. is how um, uh, uh, a man's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. This is how you should understand women. This is how you should deal with women. If you've never had that, then you, you, you're going to suffer for a while when it comes to women. Okay. Or some fellas die like that. They live their whole life doing it. Yeah. Or you might be like me where you, you buck your toe so many times and be like, you know what? I tired of bucking my toe on the same corner of the same bed hmm. every time <laughs> <laughs> having to bite this pillow <laughs> you know, in agony, right? Right. <laughs> I need this to stop. Mm. And then you go on a journey and trying to figure out and understand how do I stop bucking my toe on the edge of this bed and having to bite this pillow every time. And then you finally get some enlightenment, you figure it out, and then you be like, oh, this is different. Mm. All right. But I see it getting the results that I want. Mm. And so then you go from there. So that's kind of how I was. I made a lot of mistakes, but I didn't have much guidance. See, because it starts from when you're young. You need that guidance. Mm, you need right. that guidance. Nowadays, I think there's more men out there, like through social media, pushing, pushing the agenda of this is how a, a real man supposed to be and think and relate to women and all that stuff. Mm. There's a lot of men doing it. But of course, the media and everything uh, using women to push against it. And then they term it, giving it all kind of different terms um, to kind of make men look like... Yeah, misogyny. Yeah, yeah. you know. But <laughs> it is what it is. The pushback is there. But... It's the only way that works, because the the and you know a lot of our parents and stuff taught us that you know you treat women like princesses and it's the nice guy you know you don't say nothing to hurt their feelings and whatever they ask for you give them yeah and even yeah. women don't like that because that's the <laughs> first that's the first thing they're gonna say is oh you do nice yeah you know? yeah yeah he just don't do it for me right and so yeah we've been taught wrong. Because I think in the last probably 50 to 75 years, um, the society has sort of raised men to be a little bit more docile than past generations. Yeah, man, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's a plan. So, it's, yeah, you know, the switch where that's men are becoming more feminine and women, women becoming become more masculine. masculine. Yep. So, it's like, you know, but then, yeah, okay, yeah, you flipping roles at the same time, but women aren't satisfied with that reality. And, and men aren't yeah. satisfied either. Yeah. Nope. Because it's like, okay. So that's why you can have a lot of men and women moving forward in the coming generations who will never get married. Mm. And you can have a lot of families, people, and you can have a lot of um, single parent families and more that can increase. Yeah, that's You can have sense. a lot more um, heter- uh, homosexuals. You can have a lot more bisexuals, have more transgenders. All these things are going to change because they, they just blur in the lines too much in terms of, the way a man should be and the way a woman should be and what are the rules and the definition and marriage and family and like it's just too much blurred lines. Mm-hmm. So people are just going to feel like 
okay, I, I am whatever I say I am. You know, mm-hmm. I call myself this, so I am this. You know, even though I might, but then, but then with the way we wired, you know, we 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 kind of know that it isn't really normal. But then you know, we fight against it. You know right. what I mean? It's kind of it's kind of a weird thing. It, it's 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 really weird. But I'm saying that's what's going to be happening. You see a lot of people, you know, because it's going to be too complicated. So for example, you be a young man, you come up, you say, you know what? Okay, I'm comfortable in who I am. I'm a heterosexual. Now I want a woman who's gonna work with me, not who's gonna compete with me. Mm. And then you go in the workforce, you say, okay, well maybe she she's a professional, she have a degree, she have a good job, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she ain't really on your run because at the end of the day, she's saying, I don't need you. Yeah. And then as a man, you need to feel needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. Right. so you <laughs> so basically then, start playing the game. Yeah. The so then you yeah. then you be like, what's the sense? Yeah. Right. I mean, I want to settle down, but she she ain't trying to work with me. But I think they later regret that because a lot of like a lot of parents and aunties and things like that they had that same mindset and uh, yeah they will regret it if if she's a heterosexual she will regret it you run up on breaks you see a lot of older women like at Hollywood a lot of older women in Hollywood single and they had no kids and if you listen to them like Vivica Fox and um, I think some of these like some of these other female actresses and stuff like that yeah when they hit that when they get that age where they hit the wall. And they're not attractive as they used to be, and they're not getting jobs like how they used to get them. And when they when they should have locked down that husband, yeah, many years ago, many years ago, who was a good guy who really liked them and cared for them, but they push him aside because they're looking for the guy who could empower them to make more money. Yeah. And that guy wasn't interested in them. Now they're at a point now where they don't look good no more, and then they go to try find the guy who really liked them. But then he's looking at them like, you know, you dissed me in the past, so I don't mm-hmm. want you no more. Mm-hmm. And so now they stuck, yeah, and then yeah. they feel like, okay, I didn't really go as far as I wanted to go chasing my dream. But now I want a family, but then I may be too old. I can't have kids no more, or I, it's just hard for me to trust anyone. Or oh, find a suitable mate. Yeah, then, so. because the guys, you know, I have so much baggage. I don't trust men or the guys who I could get. Just they pour it in They pour it in They don't have as much money as me, so therefore they ain't gonna look good with my image. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's like so much different things going on. So much fear. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? So, and then just, they just end up settling. I mean, if they really want to be in a relationship. Yeah. Anyway, no. we we gonna cut to a quick <laughs> commercial break because he, he getting in the territory where I about to get it too. But we gonna see y'all right back on the next side of everything. Cool. Yes, sir. Shelf life. Yeah, mm. they have a shelf life, you see? And s- what? Yeah. Because you know, and then the delusion is kicking when they get in their 30s and 40s. Yeah. Because it don't let them have a banging body and look good, or they were saying something they in their 20s. Right. Oh, let's get that in? Okay, okay. Yeah. So we're back. So yes. we're talking about when women hit that wall and you know, I always tell a lot of my friends, I want you to be alone in your older ages. I see a lot of women, a lot of my aunties and godmothers and their friends was playing hot girl some in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, you all probably 
you had children, you didn't have children, and now you maybe retiring in your 60s, 70s, and you ain't got no one. You in a house by yourself where, you know, you could have had a partner. But, um, but yeah, but let's talk to that, and then we could get on to the, um, would you say your advice in dating single mothers? Okay. So, yeah. what's your, what's your, because you were saying, okay, the, they get delusional in 30, in their 30s and 40s. That's oh, women? Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of women, you know, as they get older, especially if they used to have a banging body when they were younger mm. or they had guys who had money and stuff like that uh-huh. when they were younger. And, you know, as they get older and they lose their looks, they lose their shape, a lot of them, as opposed to trying to work on it and not go and buy it, you know, not going to buy it. I remember a lot of them can't afford to buy no bodies. Well, some of them is be affording. Some of them, some of them, a lot of them buying it. Yeah, they is be affording. They can find the money now. Trust me, they can find it. Um, they I mean, I think everybody but, getting that non-intrusive. But I'm saying, um, as opposed to working on, their, you know, staying in shape, uh, eating right, and all that stuff, a lot of them lazy in that regard. So they just let their bodies get out of hand, and then they want. Are they gonna call they, you misogynist? Then, bro? they gonna they say you kill blame themselves? everybody else? <laughs> no, no. Then they want you to like them for who they are, how they look, right. you know. But but in their mind, they still holding on to past glory. I had this drug dealer ex-boyfriend or this rich guy who used to take care of me. Yeah. And so therefore I still look as good as I used to look. Or I still have as much value as I used to have when I was in my prime. Okay, let me let me poke a pin right there. And I gotta ask both of y'all this and y'all gotta answer this. Why do women have problems with men having standards after being begged for like women begging men to have standards? Uh, I think because they still think that we're supposed to be some type of sucker at the end of the day, right? <laughs> it's like and especially like how some men just grovel at women like it's like, bro, I out there. There's only what I could get or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? They used to men like just gawking over and this and that. So everybody feel like, oh, I could have this dude around my finger. When yeah. a man just come and have standards, it's like an abominable. Like, wait, how you have standards? Yeah. Men don't really express having standards. And right. you would go for, like, if they say, look at your baby. Like a lot of women would be like, look at your baby mama. That's what you lay with and you expect to come with me. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. do stuff like that. So they'd be like. We could do the same it, thing too. Right. We could. And then when we do do the same thing, it's like, come Massage on, now, this dude have a, right, he have a standard. Like, look at what you like. You know, they always, and that's an accent too. That's like egotistical too. Because then there's some, there's some women think they even had another women. And next time. They wouldn't outright say admit it. that, right? But yeah. you know, there's always an egotistical competition thing mm-hmm. in their mind too. So I think that's how it go. What yeah. you say? Um, what was the exact question? Again? Like why men can't have their standards and women be fine with men finally having standards. So let's um, say I don't want to. It, it depends, you know, because the uh, standards. Okay, this how this how this how this how women are. Uh, you could have standards, but then they got to be included in it. Yeah, that's it right there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it right there. I like that. Because <laughs> the standards don't include them, in the picture, it don't make sense. It wow, standards. right. <laughs> in one sentence, that's it right there for real, baby. Because okay, so the you could, they have to be in the standard. He tripping. He so, talking yeah. crap. If your standards are based on who they are and how they look and that moment in time and you with them. You have standards. And he's a, he's a he, good man. He got a good standard, man. If yeah. you ain't, he's a misogynist. He hate women. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he like mine. He hate women. Yeah, yeah. And they always like, you know, throwing like, oh, why you, why I got to be in shape or why I, like I got to be guys. like this and that, oh. that. But it's like, bro. <laughs> no, but I think they feel that way because they feel like a lot of men wow. are <laughs> voicing saying, oh, why your standards so high? And that's why I don't tell women. Like, you got your high standards. That's why I got my standards too. Right. I mean, if you, if I don't meet your standard, I ain't gonna force you to change it. 
Yeah, well, you know, yeah. men and women are different. So yeah, so yeah, and the weirdest thing is with people going back and forth on right now too. It's right. You a woman would be fine. No, a woman would be fine. No, a man would be like, I want a skinny girl. No, I want no big girl. You know, some men right, be expressing right, right, that. Right. Women be like, well, you got to be six foot. Right? We can't change height. You can change weight. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a problem. Right? It's a problem if a man wants a skinny girl. But then a woman could come and say, I that's want a, a six tum- foot, a good seven tum- foot man. <laughs> what a sick, I can't do nothing about that. Uh, <laughs> what you expect me to do? But then I a problem because uh, I say I want a small girl. Yeah. Not specifically me, or people, they, but that's general. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You broke here or whatever. That's why I say I don't, I don't argue. Like if you ask your standard, that's your standard. Why I ain't arguing with you? Why that's the most unfair standard. thing. Niggas, I move five eight and, late, and beyond and under. Uh, what a sick dread! I just supposed yeah. to dead or there then. <laughs> and then she and then she cut you off and dated dude to five four. Yeah. So why? Because he got more money, probably. Maybe not. No. She that's got, an acting too, right? It don't, mm-hmm. don't even have to be that. It's just that he might be one who's stroking the ego. Something, yeah, yeah, or you know, you know. So I mean, it, could, it could be a lot of different reasons. Wed, 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 right? <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's my that's my take on that. That's my take on that question. So he has a very interesting take on dating single mothers, and I never heard oh, no one there like, you go. <laughs> like <laughs> really like break it down like that because again, you know, especially I feel like this year with me discovering like Kevin Samuels in the whole manosphere. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like women now hearing men speak out, be outspoken about how men feel and what men want and that's their requirement and that's their standards. Everybody always have like an knee-jerk reaction like, oh, he hates black women. Oh, this and that, 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 that. So not knowing. And then a uh, conversation we're going to get to on later how what's been happening recently in our country when it surrounds that. So what's your philosophy when dating single women? Single women or single mothers? Well, they're single mothers. Yeah, that's what yeah, you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Right. Single um, I don't remember what I said to you the last time. We so, talked, but <laughs> okay, let me. I get. I get. Me. Okay, so you said the only time I wouldn't suggest a man dating a single mother, period, unless is these two conditions. One, oh, oh, that. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I think oh. I know where this is going because I probably might have the same um, mindset. See, because you know when you, if you dating uh-huh. with the intention of marrying now, yeah. Some people they don't date with the intention of marrying. They just dating for a good time. Yeah, yeah. that's an accident. They're not they're not there for a long time, but they're there for they're a for good, good time. Yeah. Mm. Now whether is th- whether that's being stated at the beginning from the onset or not, some people they don't tell you their intentions. Women do it to men, men do it to women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just saying. But if that if any of that if that guy is looking for marriage, mm. I was just saying there's just certain things that would have to certain important factors that would have to be considered. Mm. If he doesn't have any kids, mm. especially. And now, if he has kids, then it's, I mean, it's still factors, but I'm just yeah. saying this it isn't as as bad. But if a guy doesn't have any kids and he has, he meet, he's dating a woman with children, uh-huh. um, it's important that number one, him and her getting along first, and then also him and the kids. Mm-hmm. But you know, but a lot of women, when they pick men, if they have kids, they don't really pick who they like, like per se. Especially if they think in long term, they're looking at who they have would be the best stepfather for their children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now some women go, well, of course, and let's go who they like and they don't really care, of course. But I'm just saying most women they're looking at this guy like you can make a good stepfather for my child or my children. Yeah. Right. And so you definitely want to make sure that the kids that you have a good relationship with them. But then again, you know, at the end of the day, um, if that doesn't work out in terms of children now, when, when it's time to break up with them or move on, and if the kids get attached to you, 
Mm-hmm. And you know, you're letting them down. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes they may not understand, depending on their ages. Yeah. yeah. But um, if a woman has a child and the child is very, very young, like a baby, mm-hmm. and let's just say the daddy is dead or something like that, and he's mm-hmm. not around, and you really like her, um, it's pretty much okay to stick with her and she likes you, you'll have a good relationship. It's, I think that's a good situation to stick with because the child will grow up in most cases thinking of you as their father. Mm-hmm. Right. You see, so they'll have a, a stronger attachment and they'll be more obedient to you. If you meet a woman with a child at a certain age where they know who their daddy is and they know that you definitely ain't their daddy, yeah. it doesn't matter how much good you do for them. At some point, they can remind yeah, you. You ain't my daddy. You yeah. know, and if the woman doesn't have them discipline or train to the point where they respect you, especially if you're doing the right thing, you know, yeah. and they don't, if she don't have, because some women let their kids get away with all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because a woman, the reality is a woman is never going to, I want to say never, but in few, there are a few instances where a woman would love a man more than, more a than her child. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then of course, you know what class of women they fit in. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. most likely the child interests are going to be put before yours. So as a man, you go into that situation, you can't be going there thinking, you can be the most yeah, important, you know, right? Yeah. You know, you can't be like you can get all the respect because you you second class. Yeah. You know, so that's why a lot of men do not like to date women with children. You'll find a man with ten children, and if you want to get married again, he's trying to find a woman with none. Mm. <laughs> man, that's <laughs> so very you have true. Some women mm. they have a lot of children too, but they want no man with no kids either. If they mm. find someone who not dead, say, "But listen, if I if I if they in the, if they in that era of their life where they want to have another child or could have another child, and this this single man." With no kids, blow them away. They'll take a chance. Let me have a child for him. Mm-hmm. Versus find a man who have an extended family and bring him in there. Because now these you got to get along with his kids. His kids got to get along with mm-hmm. yours. Okay. And so you got to bring this lot. blended family together. And mm-hmm. it, it could be a lot of work putting everybody, getting everybody to merge and mesh. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So that was that's pretty much my uh, my general take on it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with dating single mothers or nothing like that because right. some men have found true happiness with women who have children or a child. Mm-hmm. And some women have found true happiness. Some women don't have no kids too. And then they meet a guy with children. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they marry him. And that's the best thing that ever happened to them. So, you know, but it's just some just some factors you need to consider before Definitely. you mm-hmm. take the leap. Interesting, yeah. interesting. You know, and then it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, that's the next thing. Cause, cause, you know, that come with a package. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that, 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 you yeah, that's expensive. Because yeah. <laughs> you can't just date the the mom. It's like, you know, the chair is a complete the package. The children have birthdays. They, they want this done. Don't let them mm-hmm. be in private school and all these different things. Don't think you can just be... You um, they are chilling. Right, just you got to show that support. You got to show that support. You ain't have to take no responsibility. It don't work like that. Yeah. You know, um, in most cases, it doesn't. Yeah. But so off the heels of that, so I was listening to uh, Summer Walker's new album, and I was telling you about it, mm. like in our pre-production. And as you know, still over it now. She was involved with this guy. Well, the premise of the album is the guy, her baby's father, who she was involved with, had three other baby mamas before him, and what coming from the album, it was like I mean, I guess at the end of the album and the song or the track called Ciara's Prayer, she sort of took accountability for it. But through most of the album, everybody was, a lot of guys was mentioning like, uh, well, not I wouldn't even just say men, women who saying it too. It was no accountability on our part because she saw him and over how dirty this guy did her, but it's like, 
since you should have saw all the red flags if he was doing these things to three other women with three other children what makes you think this gonna be different from you for you so and i think i posted this in the relationship goals group about account of women having accountability and you know people always say women are allergic to accountability what's your <laughs> what's your take with that well i wanted to know what what was her um what was her complaint oh about no she just was saying how he was he left alone while she was pregnant cheating wasn't there how could you leave your family and i always hear women do it all the time how could he leave your family and i just be like he doesn't consider you to be his well family. the question would be which family did he leave exactly so that's what i'm saying why would you <laughs> say thing why are you leaving your family if he already left three families <laughs> well maybe to go make a new family man the technicality <laughs> is not i leave my family the same thing he did with her when he met her he left the three before yeah to meet her and make a new family he's now doing it with someone else just yeah. like that so then she's number four and then she got to wait for five and six and whatever yeah so i was like you know i often always say i like you know um People pick bad mates. I mean, men pick bad too, but we don't uh, like uh, oftentimes like overly complain about it. Like, oh, these these girls, they take da 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 da. After a while, it's like you expect it to know. Okay, well, you know what this kind of woman is. This kind of woman is. This kind of woman is. Women is different. They'll go date a bunch, pick bad a whole bunch of times, and they keep on complaining about the same thing over and over and over. And I had to tell a friend, you got to start being a cunk at a certain point. <laughs> Because it's like, bro, how you keep on dating the same kind of guys? Mm-hmm. You have your do's and your don'ts. They always crossing out all your don'ts. And you left hurt. Like, after a while, you have to learn and be like, I see certain signals and signs. Now I got to move. Right. But you know, it's easier said than done. I mean. I um, know, but it's like, women, how much times you get your heart broke? Hmm. Well, don't forget, women are, women are built differently from us in a lot of ways. A lot of women, they love to be in them those dark places mm. they thrive in that like they might complain about it but at the same time <laughs> it just i don't know if it's like a they like, on, like a fetish it's kind of like a, maybe like a fetish or something mm-hmm. for them and so they because they can handle it and dwell in it like you have you have women will women will brag literally brag about crying themselves to sleep and they, <laughs> they would find happiness in that some women they would listen to they would listen and watch things that would make them cry they just want to cry they just want to feel mm-hmm. you know what i mean so so when it comes to those type of dramatic situations and traumatic situations uh, some women they intentionally seek them out hardcore why even though they complain about it uh-huh. that doesn't really mean that they hate it well they may so, be making it so seem as like a it. man you know we when we hear things we always we automatically want to fix stuff so mm-hmm. if someone comes to you with a complaint you're thinking of a solution God, build logically. Yeah, because that's their logic kicking in. Yeah. But women are not really like that for the most part. So normally when a woman comes to you and complains, mm-hmm. sometimes she just wants you to sit, sit down and listen and just mm-hmm. pretend like, okay, yeah, man. Okay. No, I, I know yeah, that, but know, it's like... But not not judge her on it or make her feel like right. you ain't making no sense and why you keep doing that. Because that ain't really what she come to you for. Women is cut yeah. off their female friends for that. Yeah. yeah. They go complain to their female friend, girl, he's so stupid. Girl, guess you, you dumb. You letting them... Do. Next thing you know, picture disappear one tick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why they was like allergic to accountability. They don't want to hear it. You know right? what I mean? Yeah. Anyone they come and complain before, they complain mm-hmm. to you just so you could listen uh, yeah. and maybe sometimes agree with them in their nonsense and say, right. "Yeah, girl, yeah. you right. Do you right? Yeah, man, mm. he, he wrong. You know what I mean? He should never do that. He should never do that to you. He should never make you feel this way. You know mm. what I mean? That's mm. what they want. So as a man, you have to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I always say, okay, like, and I, a lot of women disagree with me with this, where I say, like, yo, like, most men just taking what they could get. They ain't really, they don't have the either the ability or, I guess, the social status to pick and choose whatever woman they want. So, like, you know, when they could find something, they're going to latch on to it quick. So a lot of times, a lot of men approach women with a scarcity mindset. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, every woman ain't for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and no man, I don't care how much money or fame you get, all goody luck or whatever. Can't get any woman he want. Nobody. Yeah, so, but they would disagree. Well, you know, you have all these dudes saying they, they players and they getting all the women and that's like, no way. Like, yeah, like, yeah, let's say he gets a hundred women. He doesn't strike out on like a hundred thousand. Yeah. Well, you never know. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. when you if you depends on type of women, see, because some men are good at picking their prey. Hmm. You see? Why you say that? So you could you could you could buy uh what is it, what is it, ten for ten? Yeah. You know, gold you, shoe for ten for ten. hundred percent, right? You could, you could hit a hundred percent if you're picking your prey properly. Mm. See, but if you just if you pick him in the middle of your league, you'll be over then, <clears throat> right? You see, and so some men don't know what their what their league is. Some men delusional, just like some women delusional. Mm. Yeah, you know, you you have a minimum wage job, but then you want to go in places where doctors and lawyers are hang out, and then you want to talk to them and let them know that you have a minimum wage job. Confidence on strong, strong. Are you confident? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I used to pick up garbage and I used to, you know, I went for the ministry of, of, of works, man. You know, we used to pick up garbage and stuff like that. You know, we used to clean the plane on side of the road. So, what you saying, man? I can't get a number eight. Which is like, nigga, really? You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, you have some men who like that. You know what I mean? And they, they ain't care. No. Yeah, but I mean, in certain but situations, you just cut down a lot. You can buy over then if you carry <laughs> on like that. <laughs> no, but like in certain <laughs> situations, you of course you have low hanging fruit. I'm just saying, low yeah. hanging fruit varies. You yeah. see, if you was a man, I mean, you, I don't think so. If you ready, for, if for if the average person, your, if you ready build up your your sexual market value or your um, SMV, yeah, whatever it is, you you already have a status and name out there. Yeah. Women seeing you on TV or they know that you have this level of success. You don't really have to do much. You get the you get the ghetto girls. You get mm-hmm. the business women. You get the the ones who you look at as qualified or hard to get. You get the fine. You get the ugly. You get the ones in between, because they are most likely gonna throw themselves on you or put themselves in position, right? Where you don't have to do much to get them if that's what you want. But you already build up your level yourself to a certain value. But what I'm saying is most men aren't in that position. I know, but I'm yeah. just saying. But the one whatever position you are, all I'm saying is you just need to know. What you qualify for? Okay, so the the, the tip of the day is know what you. If qualify. you want minimum wage, do it. Yeah, <laughs> you have to understand that you can't. Certain <laughs> women are not going to be interested in you just because of that, right? Mm. The buffet ain't as full. They don't care how nice you are, how good your intentions are. They don't care how thuggish you may be. They don't care whatever it is you have to offer. And t- they, she can say, they look at you. Where you work? That's what these do, right? Women, they love these do. That's what these do. Where you work? What you do? They look at that. And if you don't have a good lie. <laughs> some that's women, it right nah, you know, you don't have to lie to all. I'm just saying, right. but some I women, feel like you have to lie to all. No, you no, no, got to. No. Some, some, some women, some women, they don't mind you having a minimum wage job. Right. They like you. They, they like you. They like you. Man. You see, and sometimes with women, it's timing too. Mm. You could, you could have yeah. a minimum wage job and, and and get a woman with a high profile job or a rich woman, but it's just timing, place, and timing. Because yeah. that woman who might have plenty of money or who might be a very successful lawyer, doctor, or whatever, or business person. 
you might catch her at a time when she going through some problems. Down bad. And she yeah. down. And you might just have that wisdom, that, that those words to say to her and make her feel a certain way. And in that moment, she fall for you. Now, I don't know how long it will last. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, you know what I mean? So timing, in. timing is, is a key factor too. So Interesting. So, but but if you, but if you're looking at averages and percentages, most women they're not gonna um, they can they can judge you based on you know yes you, you know what you do for a living and how you look how you carry yourself yeah. and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. But that's why I always say the average guy is just taking what he can get <laughs> because what the average woman do yeah. Or I mean, the average woman today trying to be picky. Listen, don't don't mind these women, you know. See, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of men just fall for the things these women is be saying. A lot of women just pick up themselves to the point where they could. They, oh, I could get a man with money. Mm. Okay, you could get a man with money to have sex with you. Mm. Contact, but you can't get a man with money to stay with to you be, and be faithful yeah, to you. Man. Mm. You could barely get a broke man <laughs> to stay with you and be faithful. But you get anybody have sex with you. Yeah, sex is like nothing. Men with plenty of money will have sex with a broke woman. Yeah, because yeah. we don't we don't care about yeah, just they that. Yeah, don't, they don't care about the money. What right. I'm saying, but women will use that to say, "Oh, my ex, he's a millionaire and he's do this and he did it." Yeah, but that don't mean that. Um, so why y'all two ain't still together? Yeah. Why is he an ex? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know so I'm just saying, at the end of the day, it ain't only about that. It's like me as a man bragging about, "Boy, what? Boy, you know, my boys give any woman way meat. I get them a thousand dollars. They take it, boy. boy I, I know my thousand dollars. Time you getting sweet. Once you've given out money. Uh, any woman will take money from you. If, so it's indeed. just like a woman. Any, when she's giving out sex, almost any man will take it. Uh, right. Mm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So yeah. that is not no big accomplishment to say. Right. As a woman, for a woman to say, oh, I had this type of caliber of a man. That you but y'all ain't, he ain't never marry you. He ain't never wife you up. And, and you had a child for him. That don't mean that, you know what I mean? That don't mean nothing. Because you know, a, a lot of women think if they have a child for a man, they can keep him. Why okay. a lot of baby mamas and baby daddies out there? So I'm just yeah. saying. So right. that don't mean nothing either. So right. I'm just saying. I so mean, at the end of the day, you can't even listen to what people say when they brag about things like that. So the word, the tip of the day, don't listen to <laughs> noise in the market. You know, don't believe the hype. If you know anything That's about it. the Bible, uh. Jesus himself said, you will know a tree by the fruit. Mm. <laughs> so a mango tree could tell you all day, listen, but there's a coconut tree. There's a coconut tree. <laughs> but when you see mango season come, Mango's coming. Mango's coming. coming on that tree. So anybody can tell you anything about what they would have done or who they are and what they would accomplish. Or how certain standards are just saying. So I mean you know, you just listen and and humans, you know, ain't nothing wrong with talking up bigging up yourself, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm. But I'm just saying at the end of the day, some people they sell dreams, they just go a little too far. But women do it a lot, especially when they're comparing themselves to other women or they're trying to if they're trying to build a value on themselves in your eyes, they're trying to make themselves look like, well, I know easy girl or I know girl who used to broke dudes or dudes who ain't have nothing, who ain't accomplished nothing in life. I have had this type of caliber of men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I say, having sex with him don't mean that you had him. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the word of the day. <laughs> so just transitioning. So in our country in recent days, we've been... Um, We've been grappling with some hidden trauma and some hidden events that which revolves around um, sexual predator nature, um, mm-hmm. molestation, incest, incest, rape, especially when it comes to minors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad we're having this conversation around this now because I've always said I've known a lot of women that have suffered 
at some point in their life from mm-hmm. these social ilts. And it's like, you know, it's the finally coming to fruition. I just it's sad that, you know, under these circumstances where there has been lost life, we having these conversations. But I think because I mean on both sides, you from Milan men and women are being these sexual predators. But you know, oftentimes we just like to highlight the man's part and then I always say, Okay, the reason why you having this proliferation, this there's so many men that preying on younger women and being in these situations with these single mothers and their children and things like that is because, you know, um, the scarcity mindset that I was mentioning earlier. Like, you can't control yourself with these sexual desires. So now you have to pray. You're already praying on this grown woman, but you have to pray on innocent and weak children. What do you say to that? Well, you mentioned something earlier about... Um going to the extent of losing your life or some, taking someone's life, right? You're saying that it's sad that we have to get to that extent. Yeah, like loss of life. But I have a question on that. Mm. Which is worse? Losing your life, your physical life, or losing your soul? Mm. I say losing your soul because okay. you'll be alive and just every day you want to die. Okay, then. So at least if you're dead, as far as we know, because none of us have been dead and come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as far as we know, in terms of death, you avoidant, or well, as far as we know, like I say, you don't have to deal with all these crazy things that are happening on this planet. Mm-hmm. So that may be a better situation. That's why some people say that it's kind of a cure for suffering. Yeah, you know, yeah. in some ways. But like I said, but we don't know what happens yet in the afterlife. <clears throat> but I'm just saying. But when you're alive and you have to deal with these bad memories, these traumatic memories, that in itself is like you're dying over and over and over and over and over again. You have mm-hmm. a continuous death going on because it takes some people their whole lifetime to heal. Some people never get to heal from rape and molestation and all these different things. So it's a, it's a rough thing. And then we live in a cold world. <clears throat> you know what I mean? People don't, people clearly feel sorry for you, but they really don't. Mm. Not everybody gets justice. Indeed. Yeah. A lot of people don't get justice. They don't get justice. They go through the court system. They go through the legal system. They go through, try to get help. And people turn them around and shun them. And that's why some people become cold-hearted and then they go out and do stuff. And so the thing about the molestation thing and all that is there's always multiple sides to it that you have to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, what if what if the guy who did the molestation, what if he was molested and nobody helped him? No, that's always the case. Not always. Well, not always, but a lot I'm of times. Saying, but what if? Um, sometimes mm-hmm. it is. So should we, shouldn't we feel sorry for him too? Yeah, but I guess people don't feel sorry for him because it's he's an adult. Because they right, but yeah. then what I'm saying is he is an adult, but then that doesn't take away his issues that he would have had that probably he didn't that was that wasn't dealt with properly from a child. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I'm not and I'm not condoning it because yeah. people could listen to me and say, "Oh, why are you taking <laughs> right. up for the, you know what I mean?" Because they they, 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 made, they really? mentioned that same case in R. Kelly's situation. No, but that doesn't mean yeah. and and that doesn't mean that you shouldn't penalize the person either. I'm not yeah. saying that either. So I don't want nobody to. Right. To write y'all and say, why y'all have this crazy dude talking about <laughs> taking up for the sexual offender? But yeah, I'm, all no. I'm, I'm just bringing up a point yeah. that, we tend not, people hurt people. that we tend not to look at it's from the time cycle. to time. Yeah. So right. you go, okay, I'll give you an example, right? Oh. To show you how some humans, not all, some are. I stopped at a gas station one day. I was waiting on somebody. Um, somebody had asked me to meet them. Yeah, to I stopped at this particular gas station and I stopped next to this guy who was out there selling CDs, mm-hmm. right? And he was standing up next to my car, you know, trying to hustle, and he wasn't getting no sales at that time. 
And then this other guy came from another venue across the street to him, and they started talking. And it was right next to my car, but my windows up, but I could hear them, hear what they were saying. Mm-hmm. So the guy who came across the road said, yeah, but what you saying, man? Listen, I see you, like, are you hustling? You're doing your thing over here. So home, the next guy said to him, he said, no, boy, doing what thing, boy. You know, these people ain't spending no money. He said, yeah, man, I just been over helping this man, and he helped me, had me lifting all these things, and he ain't even give me a dollar. And then, you know, what the other right. guy said who was selling the CDs, he said, he say, and then people just wonder why niggas like us is gold and robbed. Mm. Because we out here trying to make an honest living, and nobody wants to support us and, and spend money and buy our products. Uh-huh. Right now, listen to the mentality that he have now, and he's saying, you know, I used to be going around telling young men to stay out of crime, and then he said I can stop doing that because I was just hustling, trying to feed my family, trying to do things the right way, and ain't nobody helping me. So look like I need to go back to doing what I used to do. Uh-huh. So what I'm saying is, you have people out there with mentalities like that, like if they feel like society owe them something, right? Uh-huh. For whatever reason, uh-huh. you know, I don't know what the upbringing was like or whatever, but I'm saying. So you have people like that with those type of mentalities. So when you have people molesting people and stuff like that, you'll be surprised with the molester thinking. The molester thinking, when I was a child, someone did it to me. And nobody never helped me. So it's like so therefore, you know, I I feel I might as well do it to somebody else. So like a writer. And and that's that's maybe how it started. And that's maybe why it continued that way. Who knows? You see what I'm saying? Then you have some people have mental issues, mental, emotional diseases and things. So whatever. I mean, I don't know if it's an emotional disease, but I know they have mental diseases. Yeah. Where some people, they can't, they don't, they can't, um, I don't know, you know, in in the church, they call it demons. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't know what the technical term is. I'm not a psychologist or nothing like that. But these people have voices in their head. They have certain inclinations, certain desires that once these things, these desires come over them, they can't control it. They just have to go and do what they what they had a voice or the feeling they have. They have to go and, and live it out. Mm-hmm. And these are people who I think we need to keep locked away from society to protect the innocent. Mm-hmm. You know, but unfortunately, we don't do a good enough job. We have failed as a society in these areas to protect people you know the innocent people in society from these type of perpetrators mm-hmm. and so that's why these things happen all the time you know we could do more but we don't do enough and that's just my take on it um but it's a sad it's a sad thing you know um as we were talking earlier off camera about so many people have gotten molested yeah, who've right. never reported it yeah so many people have to live in these things some people just suppress it mm-hmm. yeah suppress know. it for many years yeah, and, and they stay and they suppress it some people it works some people they suppress it for so long they don't even really think about it no more unless someone bring it up and then some people don't True. bother them. But then a lot of people don't have that. You know what I mean? People have these things and they go and act on it. I, I listened to an interview with Clint Watson did with uh the the serial killer rapist guy, Cordell Farrington, who was who did right. in two thousand three who killed those those, those boys white boys in, in Grand Bahama. Oh, yeah. Very articulate man, you know, spoke well. Mm-hmm. Um and he he talked about, you know, he said he turned himself in because he didn't want to hurt nobody else. So mm-hmm. To me, what I was hearing was from my in my ignorant, innocent ears, what I was hearing is a schizophrenic person. So yeah. a person who, when that thing click on them and they say, listen, get that little boy and kill him and rape him, he just go and do it. And then afterwards, it's like, hold on, I really shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's kind of yeah. like, it's like split personality, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I didn't do five. So then, you know, let me stop because I don't want, I don't want to make it number six. So let me turn myself in. Mm-hmm. Let me help the police. Go and find where the bodies are and tell them, listen, I was the one who because he was they say he was working with the search team. Yeah. I and, and they didn't yeah. even know. 
Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he, he was, was working, he was working with the he's search team, helping him find the bodies, and then one day he well, said, he was you know the what? culprit. He was the culprit himself. Let me just tell okay. them. Let me right. just tell them I'm the one who did it, and, and they didn't believe him. I, I was told they didn't believe him at first. They're like, no man, you can't. Not you, because he's, you he's, on the he's very cool. And then uh, from what mm-hmm. we know, and I can, I and I, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but from what we know, um, when I read the report, they said that one of the young men who he molested, he brought him home, and his son was in the next room, and he killed, he, you know, he killed him. Killed the boy while his son was in the next room. And so from what we know, he didn't do these heinous things to his own child. So which means that he have some level of... Morality. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I say it sounds like a schizophrenic type situation. So I'm saying a lot of these people, and I'm not saying this to take up for the that perpetrators. Let me make sure I put that out there. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I know how behemoths go. <laughs> but all I'm saying is uh, it is sad these things are happening to innocent babies and innocent kids and uh-huh. adults and people who go going through these different rape situations and molestation and all that stuff. Um, but like I said, there's always multiple sides of the story that needs more discussion. Indeed. Indeed. You see? Yeah. And we need these people who have, who have these desires that they can't control. They need to be locked away. They don't need to be, they, they don't need to be in the public. Yeah, we need to identify as much of them as possible and and deal yeah, with them. I think that's why they're calling for the sex offenders registry, so they can be. Yeah, I was listening to um, um, the minister, oh, um, security. Minister Monroe. He's yeah. talking about it. I mean, yeah, national security, and he was saying that, you know, people don't understand that there's different sides that are having the sex offenders list. Because some people believe that once you have the list, they would somehow feel safe. And he's like, mm, that it doesn't really work like that. You know, when you look at it. Because um, if you have a sex offenders list and the sex offender came out, let's say he came out of prison, right? So they let everybody know this, per- this particular sex offender is out. Okay, you're looking out for that particular sex offender. Okay, I see John Brown. Once he ain't, get my- he ain't close to my child, my child's safe. Hmm. But then what about your cousin? Somebody else, right? What about the neighbor? Right. What about the uncle? What about the auntie? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? They could yeah. still molest your child too. Right. Yeah. And so you're putting all the focus on this one person, but then what about these other people? Who could potentially be doing the exact same thing? The perpetrator. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And no. so he's like, people think that's going to be a cure all. No, it won't. No, it's just a societal you know? thing we have to deal with. Yeah. So it's it's just it's just a it's just it's just a lot of discussion needed on these type of topics, but they're very sensitive. And and my heart goes out to everybody who who suffer. Who, yeah, man. Who's, yeah. who's been through these things? It's not yeah. easy. No. Yeah. But on that, we like to thank you, Ricardo, for joining us on this audio adventure. this video adventure it's definitely a pleasure yeah Yeah. and thanks again um you can find ricardo's links in the description below to all his different pages Uh if you want to book him for talent yeah i i also um i am an mc i host a lot of events so weddings baby showers uh, concerts etc yeah, all that stuff. Anything, I'm there. And if you're in the Bahamas, you see him on many commercials yep. too. If you need somebody to do commercials, uh-huh. ads, I'm here. I do voiceovers. I do all of that stuff. Yeah, I see. But we can see y'all next time on Everything Cool. Yeah, man. Everything Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see. <laughs>